Frontline Theater presents a romantic story of the baseball world starring George Raft and Ruth Hussey. As an addition, there's some intermission music by the Pied Pipers. Now, welcome to Frontline Theater, your theater with every performance presented especially for you. Our play tonight, starring George Raft and lovely Ruth Hussey, is the story of a great baseball slugger and the girl who found out his batting weakness. Before we get into the play, however, here are the Pied Pipers with Bessame Mucho. <laughs> Stand by for some more music during intermission. And now the house lights dim and we come to act one of the Sunfield. Our play is about a famous baseball player, Slick Tyler. Tyler was strictly headline material. He was the idol of millions. And he was just as remarkable off the baseball diamond as he was on it. He paid far more attention to blondes than he did to training rules. That is, until he met Judith Winthrop, who wrote for magazines, the serious ones. Baseball meant nothing to Judith until the day her friend George Wallace took her to see her first baseball game. And Mr. Tyler. Well, Judith, how do you like it? Oh, it's wonderful. This is my fourth hot dog. George, why didn't you tell me about baseball before? <laughs> I was afraid you were too much of a highbrow. How dare you call me a highbrow. Oh, boy! 
was the most thrilling thing I've ever seen in my life. Oh, it was a good enough catch. Retired the side. George, how can you be so prosaic? What's the man's name who made that catch? I've been telling you all afternoon. Slick Tyler. He's coming to bat now. He's beautiful. No sculptor ever achieved anything like his arm and shoulder when he reached out for that ball. Yes, and if he strikes out now, the fans will call him a bum. What a wallop! 400 feet! Well, the game's over, Judith. Let's go. George, you know Tyler, don't you? I should hope so. After all, I was a sports writer before I made the mistake of becoming a novelist. Well, I'd like to meet Tyler. I want to do a piece on him for the magazine. What? An article about a ball player in that elegant rag you write for? If you don't introduce me, I'll go find him myself. Uh-oh. I know that Judith Winthrop tone. Okay. We'll drop by his hotel and see him there. Hello? Yeah, this is Mr. Tyler's room. Oh, he ain't in yet. Bye. Some more gal calling for Tyler. Oh, gosh, I sure were pitching in there good today. Yeah, yeah, Lefty, but it's lucky for you Tyler connected with that there homer. Oh, I could have win it without that home run, Wacky. I had a lot of stuff on that ball today. Where's Tyler? Oh, hello, Mr. Yost. Well, I don't know where he is. We were just sort of hanging around waiting for him to come in. Well, go look in the lobby for him. Start at the bar. Yes, sir. Come on, Lefty. Let's see if we can find him. Hello, this is Yost. If Slick Tyler calls in, tell him I want to see him at my hotel right away. Thanks. Come in. Well, Yost, remember me? Well, George Wallace, the old sports writer. How are you? Fine. How's my favorite baseball manager? Oh, tired, tired. Baseball's made an old man out of me. Baseball and Tyler. Where is he? That's what I want to know. Too bad. There's a young lady waiting in the lobby to interview him. I want to see him, too. That guy pays no attention to me. I signaled for a bunt this afternoon, and he goes and hits a home run. <laughs> oh, look, we got company. Oh, nice. Hello, Tyler. Oh, glad to see you again, Wallace. Hi, Yost. Call me before you check in tonight, Tyler. I want to have a talk with you. Glad to see you, Wallace. That Yost, always riding me. Oh, this is Miss Carol Dumont, the actress. Mr. George Wallace. How do you do? He used to be a sports writer. He called me the, what was it, of slam? Oh, yeah, the Sultan. That was because you had so many girls, I'll bet. But he has only one girl now, haven't you, Poppy? Uh-huh, one at a time. Oh, Carol here is trying to get me to go into a vaudeville act with her after the season's over. You see, I figure with my talent and Poppy's baseball following, we ought to... Oh, come in. Well, what am I to do, Mr. Wallace? Wait all night in the lobby? <laughs> you see, Judith, I was just trying to... Oh, don't stand out there like that, little stranger. You'll catch cold. Come on in. Thank you. Uh, this gentleman, as you may have guessed, is Mr. Slick Tyler, Miss uh, Judith Winthrop. Oh, glad to know you. Oh, I wanted you to meet Miss Carol Dumont, the actress. Very high class, too. She spells Carol with a K. Poppy! Uh, Miss Winthrop is here for an interview, Tyler. It wants to do a story about you in her magazine. You can make it some other time, can't you, Miss Winthrop? Poppy is very tired. Who says so? Sure you can have an interview, Miss Winthrop. You can have anything I've got. George, this man is charming. You know, Miss Winthrop, I'm really the one you should interview if you want to find out anything about Mr. Tyler. Oh, you're very kind. But this is going to be an article on outdoor sports. Oh, you shot that one right over the plate, Miss Winthrop. Oh, if I only had the time. But I've got to get back to the theater. Stick around, Miss Winthrop. We'll claw it out later. Oh, don't mind, Carol. Uh, she always burns up when there's competition around. What makes you think I'm competition? Poppy. Excuse me, I, 
I didn't mean that. I mean, I, I know a lady when I see one. You must never call me that again, Mr. Tyler. Well, what did I call you? I said you were a lady. <laughs> you see, Judith, no matter how you try to hide it, you're always spotted as a lady. George Wallace, I don't like third persons at interviews. Okay, I'll leave quietly. Goodbye, Tyler. I'll call you tomorrow, Judith. Goodbye, darling. Uh, he, uh, boyfriend, Miss Winter? Nope. My name's Judith. By the way, what's your real name? I can't call you Slick. It's too ridiculous. Oh, some sports writer pinned it on me and it stuck. My name's John. That's a good name. You know I saw my first baseball game this afternoon? What are you, a foreigner? Oh, I'm a fan from now on. It was beautiful. You were beautiful. Oh, now, wait a minute, Miss Winter. Tell me about yourself. How'd you start out in life? As a second baseman. Oh, I didn't mean that. Your ambitions, I mean. Oh, uh, I wanted to be an organist. Great heaven. Well, you see, my father's a minister in a little town in Long Island. When I was a kid, I used to sneak in his church alone and play the organ. I still do whenever I go back home. I like that. Well, uh, what else do you want to know? I want to know how you felt after you made that remarkable catch today. Oh, that wasn't a good catch. It was a blind stab. I almost lost the ball in the sun. Why don't you wear sunglasses the way the other players do? I don't know. I always play the sunfield without them. The sunfield. It's a fine name. And a fine job. You know something, Miss Winter? I like the way you talk. Well, you make a guy feel like he's more important than just a ball player. Oh, you're turning serious on me. Well, what do you want me to do? Act with a lady like you the way I would with a dopey dame like Carol? I want you to be yourself. That means you'll, you'll take a drink and then you'll try to kiss me. Hey, you talk right out, don't you? George told me your kissing average was higher than your batting average. Oh, now, wait a minute. You don't think I'd... There, there. Judith won't hurt you. Thanks. You're welcome. Well, how about dinner? Want to eat with me? I'd love to. Well, how about right up here? We can talk. I like to talk with you. Fine. You know, I like to talk with you, too. Then Tyler swung. A great tree fell in a forest and down tumbled the walls of Jericho. It was as if Thor hurled a thunderbolt. <laughs> well, Judith, that, that's quite a story you wrote, and certainly a new way of describing a home run. Mr. Tyler likes it. Say, will you stop working for a minute? I want to ask you something. Sure. What is it? Judith, are you in love with Slick Tyler? Maybe. We've been having grand fun together. Oh, you're a million miles from each other, you know. In some things, yes. Oh, well, it's just another one of your emotional crises. I, I've nursed you through them before. I may not recover this time, George. Come in. Hello, Tyler. Oh, Mr. Wallace. Come on in. I got your message. And what's up? Oh, I'm in kind of a spot. Grab a chair. Oh, thanks. Oh, where'd you get all these little paper-covered books? Bought them the other day. You know, sort of brushing up on my education. Hmm. Hmm. Schopenhauer's Essays. Oh. Stay away from that guy. All I ever hear is baseball talk. That's good talk, Tyler. Uh, what did you want to see me about? Oh, it's about Judith. Well, uh... What I want to say is, well, I don't know you, and you don't know me, and... And, uh, uh you're trying to tell me you're in love with Judith. Well, what's got me so I can't work no more. I'm afraid of what'll happen on this next road trip. I can't think of nothing except her. Did you tell her? Well, I'm afraid she'd laugh. And if she did that, that'd bench me for good. You see, we're in Dustin League. Well, 
How could we ever get married? I'm afraid it's no good talking to me, Tyler. I'm what's known as a rival. Oh, well, I... I sort of had a hunch. Uh, sorry, I can't give you any advice, but uh, I'm not that much of a liberal. So lovely, this river drive. Yeah, I'll miss it. How long is one of those baseball trips? Oh, a few weeks. Well, that isn't so long. It is, for me. John, pull in over there to that flat ground near the cliff so we can look at the river. Sure. Ah, oh, this is divine. Yes, it's nice, all right. John, you're so glum. What's wrong? Usually I like to go out on the road. This time I don't. I hate to leave. You. We've had some fine times. Well, I never knew there was so much fun people could get out of things. Like driving at night in an open car. Which reminds me, you drive much too fast, John Tyler. Promise me you won't when you go away. I promise. And that you'll hit lots of home runs and stop reading those dreadful little paper-covered books. Well, there's lots of good stuff in those books. I like you the way you are. Judith, I just can't tell you how I... I mean, I, I've been doing nothing but think about you ever since the day you came to see me. Got a hole in me and I can't shake it off. You love me. I know it's wrong. Me, uh, an ordinary roughneck of a guy. And you, what you are. Well, it isn't wrong. And I won't have you talking about yourself like that. Well, it's sad anyway. You know, I was afraid to. I wanted you to. If you hadn't, darling, I'd have told it to you. Oh, boy. This is the first time in my life I hit a home run and I didn't know it. And so ends Act One of The Sunfield, starring George Raft to Slick Tyler... Ruth Hussey as Judith Winthrop, and Theodore Von Elts as George. But now the Pied Pipers return to the stage. They've made a very special arrangement of a captivating tune to present on this program entitled Poinciana. <laughs> Shadows from above. Sweet point Sienna. Somehow I feel a jungle heat. Within me, there grows a rhythmic subtle beat. Love is everywhere, its magic perfume fills the air. Thank you. 
too close to home. I tell you what, go out with the boys tonight on a big spree. You said that once before, about going out. I didn't get married for that. You wouldn't say it, Judith. You didn't feel the marriage was wrong. Well, it needn't be. I don't want it to be. Now, listen to Judith, dear. When I married you, you were gay and strong and individual. And now here in just a few weeks, you've become stolid and unhappy. And we've stopped having fun. Darling, I didn't want the horror of discovering I'd married a man who basically gloomy. Schopenhauer said you should name towards securing only pleasure in life. Oh, holy Ike, you promised me you'd throw away those nasty little books. Well, you can't write a guy for trying to improve himself. Oh, don't, don't. John, I, I think I'm the one who's affecting your game. You'll be better off without me for a while. So, I'm going home. Tonight. recently blew an eight-game lead, goes into the final game of the season this afternoon to break the tie for first place and decide the... Turn it off, Rusty. Turn it off. Yeah, we better get up to the ballpark. How's Tyler? Terrible, Mrs. Johnson. He's going to cost us a pennant, that woman. And me, a mink coat. Ah, more wives. They ought to bore wives off ball teams. I sure wish Tyler hadn't took his wife along last trip. You see? Son, it's better to buy milk than keep a cow. Uh, leave us go up to the ballpark and take on with him. 
Operator, this is Tyler. Any calls for me while I was out? Okay. Well, I'll be in my room for a while before I go up to the park, and I don't want to talk to no one except Mrs. Tyler, if she calls. Thanks. John? Judith, come in. Why, I've been calling at your house all over town ever since we got in town last night. Oh, I was at my editor's in the country. Important staff meeting. Well, I stopped anything I was doing to see you. John Tyler, you're a gallant man. Judith, have you walked out on me? Now, there's a bright question from a fast-thinking outfielder. But you did leave me on the road. Well, the road was getting bumpy. Well, what about us? Now? Well, we're in our early innings, dear. Give us a chance. Look, there'll be 70,000 people up in that ballpark in a little while, and I want to come through for them. And I can't do it without you, Judith. John, we must get this straight if our marriage is to last. I won't coddle you. I'm not made that way. You're the greatest man in baseball, and you've got a day's work to do. That's all. Yeah, that's all. Well, I'm going up to the park. And now for the sports news. Today's baseball season ended in a Frank Merrill finish that comes once in a lifetime. The great Slick Tyler was at bat, last of the ninth, with the bases loaded and the count of three Join balls. Join it off, Lefty. The Join it off. To you, Carol. Who are Vaudeville at? We'll kill him. Yes. Like I did this afternoon. Well, so what? You struck out. So what? I should have hit it. Right over. High and fast. Meat and potatoes. Why, well, I should have killed it. Oh, forget it, honey. We're going to have plenty of laughs on that Vaudeville trip. How's about it, kid? John, well, look who's here. Yeah. I, I came to tell you how sorry I You're am. You're too late. Well, to tell you how much... I, I don't need you now. I needed you before. I know why I missed that ball today. Why, a little while ago, I've traded you for a base hit. Hey, give me another drink. Haven't you had about enough, Mr. Tyler? Yeah, but make it a double header this time. Hey, Pedro. See? Give me another drink. You have plenty much already, Senor Tyler. Yeah, and send that pretty dancer over to my table. He's in jail, Mrs. Tyler. I'm flying down to Havana tonight to get him out. Rather an extended binge he's been on, wouldn't you say? Mrs. Tyler, the new season's starting soon, and you're the only one who could possibly help him. Will you? I might have been able to if I hadn't seen his vaudeville act. What's that got to do with it? The act touched his job and his honor. He stood up in theater after theater and let people laugh at him because he'd failed in the thing he could do better than any man in the world. I want to remember him as standing straight in the sunfield, never even squinting at the light. Yes, I see what you mean. Well, goodbye, Mrs. Tyler. I'm going to Havana. <laughs> that the team is in Florida. Slick Tyler reported today just 30 pounds overweight. Uh, Judith, how long since you've heard from him? Months. You can't go on like this. Sooner or later, we'll have to be showdown time. Yeah, I suppose so. Oh, Judith, get a divorce and marry me. You know it's tough standing by like this. I'll let you know soon, George, dear. Now, that's a promise. Oh, at last. A speck of hope on the horizon. I wonder if John's sweating off those 30 pounds of repentance. Oh! <laughs> 
Yes, that's the address operator. Now, here's the telegram. Dear Judith, I hit one over the right field fence today. I can get along without home runs, but I must see you. From down here where there aren't so many books, and I can talk to you better. I spent the last part of the winter on Long Island, letting the old man try out his Sunday sermons on me. Also, I tossed Schopenhauer in the Atlantic with a fast out curve. You always wanted a nickname, and I got one for you. Mickey. After Mickey Cochran, a great catcher. Another thing. I love you. Signed, Slick. You can take a seat up in the stands, miss, if you want to watch him practice. Thank you. Any one of the players you want to see? I can give them a message. No, thank you. I'll take a seat up here. Okay, everyone, let's corner today. Hit those showers. What do you think you're doing, Tyler? Well, you call that a workout? I'm slipping into this rubber shirt and running around the park four or five hundred times. Okay, but watch it. You've got weeks. Hello, boy, Tyler. Who's that? Why, Judith. You said you'd call me Mickey. I'll be right over. Hi. Hi. You're melting. You're beautiful. Mickey. saying you ought to breeze in with a pennant this year. I like that new magazine you work for. Oh, let's not talk about magazines. Let's not talk about baseball. How's, um, Carol? Mad at me. Said I ruined the act. Oh, how's George? Crazy. Wants to marry me. That's not so crazy. I did. Well, here's the hotel. Look, there's someone on the porch waving at us. More than someone. It's George. Let's ask him to dinner with us. I can take it. Coffee time is when things are usually decided. What's to be decided? Everything. That's why I came down here. I don't think I like you, and I do think I'm going to punch you in the nose. Now, that won't settle anything. This is showdown time, Judith. I know. Well, you see, John and I have just gotten together. And And you had to push yourself into the picture. I came because I love Judith. So do I. You can't go on with him, Judith. Start in again, and there'll be an encore of cliches and small talk and dullness. Well, if I wasn't afraid of killing you... Now, stop it. It means that... I have a choice. A choice? Well, I thought you liked me again. Oh, that doesn't stop me from liking George, too. You liked Carol, didn't you? Well, that was different. I didn't know where to turn. I never stopped being in love with you. Judith, uh, there's a late plane tonight. All right, Judith. I can see it clear now. You're still not sure. When we got married, I had the idea that when two people walk into a church, only one comes out. But I guess that's got whiskers on it. Oh, but John... I won't hold you. You're free. But remember, I'll always be around. Because I'll never get over it. I I guess I'm not as much of an individual as I think I am. Well, I'm leaving. You're leaving? Yes. As long as you were just a husband, I had a chance. But when you add freedom to love and admiration, why, that makes an unbeatable infield. Goodbye, Tyler. And uh, I'm glad you didn't have to punch me in the nose. George, dear, where are you going? Out into the night. Candida. Well, Mickey. Well, Flick. If you don't mind me using one of those things you call bromide, I'll tell you I'm the happiest man in the world. Say, what was that he called you? Oh, 
Candida. She's a, a person in a play, darling. And, and she's every woman in the world. No, she isn't. You are. And so down rings the final curtain on the Sunfield, starring George Raft and Ruth Hussey. Next week, Frontline Theater presents another play, and each week thereafter, your favorite stars of stage, screen, and radio will appear in top-flight musicals, mysteries, and romances. If you have a favorite play you'd like enacted, drop a line to Frontline Theater, Armed Forces Radio, Los Angeles, USA. This is the Armed Forces Radio Service.